0: Welcome to the Self Love Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Ross Rosenberg. I am the author of The Human Magnet Syndrome, The Codependent Narcissist Trap, and the creator of the Codependency Cure and Hitch Trauma Resolution Treatment Programs. If you identify with codependency, which I renamed to Self Love Deficit Disorder, or you're caught in the crosshairs of narcissistic abuse or gaslighting, you've come to the right place. Expect the very best information that I know whether from my own personal journey of recovery or through my 35 years of professional experience. What separates my work from others is my understanding of the origin of the problem, the solutions, and the necessity to take responsibility for one's broken picker. That always points them to the dream of the soulmate, but the nightmare of the cellmate. So join my self-love recovery community and set your sights on the cure, self-love abundance the best way to survive setting boundaries and eventually ending relationships that need to be ended, putting boundaries on relationships that require boundaries, is to know everything that you can about the narcissist. Because most SLVs or codependents have been manipulated, have been coerced, have been intimidated, have been gaslit, have been um, threatened, and they never learned that they can set boundaries. And if they did, those boundaries would quickly be neutralized by a host of narcissistically abusive um, tactics and strategies. My, of course, method is based upon the program that I have. It's my 11 stage self love recovery treatment program. And every stage, Has a specific focus. And stage six is what I call predictive awareness, creating safety for the eventuality of setting boundaries in a hostile environment. The stage is called preparing for the narcissistic storm. So, with predictive awareness, it requires you to learn as much as you can about the narcissist. It's like a chess game, you have to understand the way you play chess, your own techniques, strategies, and talents, and limitations, but you have to understand the person who you're playing, strategies, talents, and abilities. And the person that's going to win is going to be the one that can best predict what the other person is going to do and what you can do afterwards. And I'm not even a good chess player, but the idea of learning everything you can about the narcissist. Knowing everything about yourself that was formally neutralized or disabled by the narcissist and preparing for a storm. Because if you, if someone says, just stand up, set boundaries, you can do this, and you aren't prepared, that narcissist will kick your butt all over the place, and you will be emotionally and, God forbid, physically bruised by the consequences. So don't do anything until you can not only avoid the fight, which, or what I say, stay out of the wrestling ring, and you guys know what's coming. I got that concept from the George Bernard Shaw saying, don't wrestle with pigs, you'll get dirty, and besides, the pig likes it. So if you know the narcissist loves to fight and you suck at it, The goal is to get you mad, get you wanted to go in there and fight for yourself and defend yourself, but that's how they get you to lose. I have tons of information about this at my website at selfloverecovery.com, where I have my educational videos available. And so with predictive awareness comes the idea that you have to have a strategy to move forward in order to get out of the relationship or at least manage your safety while you're in a relationship, at the same time, not getting pulled into fights that always render you helpless or incapacitated because of consequences. So the fight is the worst thing you can do. This is why I developed my observe, don't absorb technique. So with the observe, don't absorb technique, essentially what it is, is it's Based upon the understanding that you lose any battle, any fight, any disagreement, any attempt to set boundaries, any attempt to have a voice. If you go head to head and fight, then you have to do everything possible to not be pulled into the wrestling ring, the fight. And the way to do that is. What I call healthy dissociation to get yourself to in this mode, this intellectual and emotional mode where you can detach and not let yourself get triggered, not let the buttons get pushed or activated. So you are mildly and in a controlled manner dissociated. You are observing the narcissist who's trying to either hurt you and you know the way that they can hurt you is to get you mad. So in a sense, you're not going to absorb the toxins. If if they have this metaphorical syringe, and they they want to stick you to, to get you mad, to, to cause a reaction, you know they have the syringe, you're observing it, you know you lose the battle if you get nicked by the syringe and you absorb the toxins. Well, the same thing is that they try to upset you and you absorb whatever they're trying to do. So observe, know the narcissist has power when they can get you going, they can rally you up. Don't absorb is to defend that part of you that is reactive. And the more you don't absorb, the better you can observe. And the more you observe, the better you can't absorb. Then there are other techniques, and I have a slew of them. In fact, I have a, um, a seminar video that's six hours long. It's just all the tips, tools, and techniques. So if you can expect the narcissist to fight back, and you can expect them to get power by your reaction, you observe, you don't absorb you expect them to do whatever they have done to be successful. One of the things that I developed was this idea, and I call it the of course method. It's, it's so simple. It's almost ridiculous in, in simplicity. When you are in your observed, non-absorbed mode, and a narcissist does something to try to make you mad, induce a reaction, instigate, humiliate, Embarrass you, you tell yourself calmly, of course. In other words, you're not surprised. You are watching them do what they always do. And that helps you not absorb. It helps you not to get triggered. It helps you not to get activated. Of course, they're calling me stupid. Of course, they're making fun of my, my baldness. Of course, they're telling me that I'm dumb or no one likes me or whatever the narcissists do to ridicule you, humiliate you, or gaslight you. And when you can say it as an observer, it almost seems, believe it or not, and I promise you it's true, it almost seems funny. Of course, he's doing this. None of it will surprise you. Because going back to the idea of predictive awareness, you have studied and mastered the game playing, the brinksmanship of the narcissist. None of it should surprise you. If you're an SLD like I was, you've had years, a lifetime of experience that you can later study of what they do. They're very, very predictable. In fact, I have been told and it's 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 a joke because it's not true. I've been often people have often thought I was a a psychic, a clairvoyant because I can always predict very closely what narcissists will do, of course when I know them. They're very very predictable. And so they're predictable because I studied them. And I'm not talking about going to college or grad school or reading books, but I got to know who they are and why they do what they do. And so I can watch them and and when I can detach and tell myself, of course, I'm free. I'm not angry. I have power. So that is essentially what the of course method is. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast. Building a self-love recovery community means the world to me spread the word. Let people know what we're talking about. And until we meet next, I'd like to leave you my favorite of all sayings by George Eliot. It's never too late to be what you might have been. Don't forget that. Our future is in our hands, despite what anyone has told you before. You can be the self-love abundant person you've always dreamt of. It's your birthright.